0: What I mean is that you can't be the bank of the universe to everyone. Whenever someone asks of a piece of you, whether it's your time, your body, or your emotions, you have to start doing a credit check, love. Have they proven themselves over time that they are worthy of a withdrawal from you? Can you trust them with your emotions? What is their pour into history? What's up, go-getters? Welcome to Get Into It Podcast. My name is Jay Amanda. I'm a UX researcher, international psychology student, mama, and so much more. I leverage my experience in corporate America, interesting stories from my personal life and academia to deep dive into complex topics, such as culture and tech from a psychological standpoint all while trying to balance everything successfully. All right, let's get into it. What's up, Go-Getters? It's your host, Jay Amanda. Thank you for being here. Happy International Women's Month to all my ladies and those that identify as women. I love y'all. As you may know, I am a big advocate for women empowerment, and I hope what's covered in the podcast all month long will empower you to not just go out there and get what you deserve, but don't ask questions. Don't second guess yourself, and definitely don't ask for permission. Just do what moves your soul, and as long as it's legal and you ain't hurting nobody, we good. (laughs) So this month, we are switching things up, and instead of an okay random segment I'm going to share insights into my tech journey. Your girl has been interviewing with big tech since June of 2020, and I am tired, but I have picked up a few tips and tricks that I think would help even if you're not in tech. But before I share that story, I just wanna highlight Anne Easley, who's one of my role models. Anne Easley is the woman responsible for hybrid car batteries. She started out as a human computer, and then became a computer programmer when she was working at NASA. Then it was called mid Century Agency. She's well known for encouraging women and people of color to be in STEM. And she was running simulations at a reactor lab. That is a huge deal. At that time, she was only one of four black employees. Wow, what a role model. Like Anne, we see her glory, but getting into tech (laughs) you will still see some deficiencies in diversity. I want you to see that although the process is not glamorous getting into, it is well worth it in the end. This journey allows you to be more self-aware and patient. Interviewing for a tech job is not like other fields, where you may have one or two interviews and you have an answer. No, 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 no ma'am, no ham, no turkey or bacon. Okay. It takes weeks. Did you hear me? Weeks. On average, for a UXR or user experience researcher like what I'm going for, it takes about five to seven weeks total. And of course, that depends on many factors such as the company's hiring practices, time of year you're interviewing, the candidate pool, and of course scheduling interviews. It is a tiring and exciting process because each experience, you get to become somewhat of an expert in your area. For a UXR, there's usually a screening interview with a recruiter. And if you seem like a good fit, you may meet with a hiring manager or the team you will be working with. You do a behavior interview, which is basically the have you ever questions, and you explain your experience. If that goes well, you move on to either a set of interviews or the presentation round, which is either with the entire team, which can range from four to 40 people. Yes, that is real. And you will present your work as a case study or a slide deck, not your portfolio. That's something completely different, more so like the design field. A complete case study and what you use is um, very important because they want to see the certain methodologies that you use in your research. And there are, of course, few factors there as well. Depending on the company, you will present an overall of three case studies or pick one case study to go through and they provide an extra project that you will need to put effort into and research so you can present it back to them. And if that goes well, you do a couple of more one-on-one interviews and you wait for an answer. (laughs) I have been going through this for a minute and I usually hear, you did great, Jay, but you just, we need more experience, (laughs) which this advice is okay. It's okay feedback, but it's so broad. It doesn't really help because I don't know what area to improve in. The other thing is to ensure that I can continue after the nose is to have a system where I give myself time just to take it all in. I need time to process not taking it personally and time to meditate. During this process, you will have to keep your wits about yourself. (laughs) If you do not, you'll end up overanalyzing and getting into a depressive state. Please try not to do this. As you're preparing for the interview, prepare mentally after the process is over. Pre- prepare for the good news by having a plan of action that includes if, you know, re- relocation is involved, when things open up, whatever that will be, child care, if that's a concern, the cost of living, and meditate on how grateful you are for the opportunity. The other thing is you also have to prepare for the unfortunate no. This takes a bit more effort. One thing I've learned is never stop applying, okay? Never. It does not matter how much it seems like a good fit or if the interviewers love you. Keep applying. (laughs) You do not stop until the day you show up for work. That's after you have signed an agreed-upon offer letter. Yes, you can negotiate your salary, which is a huge plus. Plus. (laughs) My words are stumbling all over me today. But we will get into all of that another time. Now, you definitely want to make sure that you're taking notes. You take notes on the questions that you were asked, the time frame of the correspondence between you and the company, as well as taking notes on how you answered those questions. Think about how you felt before the interview, during, and after. You may think a company is your dream company, and like any relationship, do not ignore the red flags in your gut. Follow that. It always works out. Lastly, remember to meditate on Being grateful for the opportunity. Yep, even a no, be grateful. If you're able to get an interview during a Panda Express, a pandemonium, a paradox, sorry, (laughs) a pandemic, then you are right on track. And you're doing something right. Because if you didn't know, over 75% of resumes never are seen by human eyes. And the competition is fierce. You're not the only one that went to school. You're not the only one that's interested in this job. You're not the only one that really wants it. So you got your foot in the door. That's huge. Better is coming. The right fit where your value is celebrated and needed, it's coming. You never give up on your dreams, ever. So I'm going to keep you all informed. And what is going on with me and this whole process I just had an interview last week with a big tech company, and it was a no due to lack of experience, but I'm getting into technology, so it's the interesting revolving door. That one, however, was the first one that I actually was hurt by because I could really see myself at that company, but I must go on. Just like I'm telling you, this all comes from experience, not from a book or anything like that. And let me tell you, for me, I do not have referrals at these places that I have interviewed at. So thinking back, I feel honored that I've gained the skills that I see that are needed to get into these places. And I am back to applying, but I am changing my strategy this time. Focus more on taking extra courses like LinkedIn Learning or Coursera courses, and just to get more familiar with more research methods. I'm also expanding my search outside of Atlanta and New York. These are two places that I was dead set on, but I think it was partly out of fear, limiting myself on where I should or could be based off of what I was comfortable with. But I have to learn, (laughs) you have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable, and that's when things start to move. So yes, please follow me on social and um, get into it, Pod and sci-tech J to keep informed. But now let's talk about Women's Month. So y'all, I am super excited about this month because I get to highlight some amazing women in various fields who would be joining me on this podcast. So please stay tuned for that. You do not want to miss those episodes. I will also have a treat for you and I will be announcing that soon as well as some fun visuals for you all. You guys are really getting me out of my comfort zone and I am here for it. I thank you so much for all of your DMs and your feedback. I'm really excited that what's being said so far on the podcast has really started to resonate and reach you so that makes me feel even more proud and honored thank you (laughs) now getting back on topic speaking of the Peter Parker that started this time last year the theme for women's month has been extended and that is valiant women of the vote refusing to be silenced. y'all I love this theme for us because I believe we all can agree that we have been silenced for far too long, whether it be in our careers, relationships, or having a say-so with our bodies. If you think back through history, women have been in the background leading and motivating men to push us forward as a society. Now, I love the men, but come on, would you really be... That great without us. (laughs) Seriously, would you? No. Now, I'm sure you all have heard the term superwoman, right? It's a term for women that wears many hats successfully and never complains. She's someone that can do it all and is loved by all. Pretty amazing, huh? Yeah. Well, the issue with being a superwoman is that you're super to everyone else but yourself. I get it. We are the nurturers, the healers, the cheerleaders, the wives, the girlfriends, the moms, sisters, leaders, role models. But what about showing up for ourselves? This is not to minimize the efforts of amazing women, trailblazing life. But let this month be a reminder to you that it's cool to do all the things, but you need time to rest, recharge, and rejuvenate. And I'm talking to myself here as well. I used to put on that title proudly. Yeah, I'm superwoman, but I'm tired. (laughs) Last week, y'all, I literally thought I was sick. I could not stay awake. And I had a migraine every single day. I would fall asleep on Zoom meetings, which never happened. I was holding back yawns when we were recording for Symbacy. I could oh my gosh, I was actually falling asleep while talking to baby girl. What's going on, I thought. Of course, now I'm thinking, I have corona. Damn it. This pentatonics finally got me. But nope, I was healthy and doing fine. I just needed to rest. My body basically said, well, since you won't slow down, I'll do it for you. Such a scary thought. But then I realized, In that moment, my goals won't be accomplished if I'm not healthy. I think it's just in our nature to want to do it all, help every living being. But what we can't do is to continue to take on everything and everyone's issues. So what I mean by this is we can't be the bank of the universe (laughs) to everyone. Whenever someone asks for a piece of you, Whether it's your time, your body, your emotions, you have to start doing a credit check, love. Have they proven themselves over time that they're worthy of a withdrawal from you? Can you trust them with your emotions? What is their pour into history? Are you emotionally full enough to allow someone or something To make a withdrawal that has no intention of repaying. What I mean is if you're the only one that's consistently giving and you're not shown the appreciation for your efforts, then you have to rethink this relationship, this job, these tasks that you think that you need to accomplish at a certain time. For me, y'all, I love to give. It's my love language. I enjoy making other people's day by doing something thoughtful, giving them something that would put a smile on their face. But I want the value that I see in others for them to see the same in me. That is where we mess up, women. (laughs) Not everyone is able, willing, and ready to give up the ego. And we have to ensure that we are cognizant of of that, basically. And not only that, but we have to make sure that we are loving and empowering ourselves. You know, it goes way beyond a bubble bath with flowers in the tub and these beautiful bath bombs. I mean, do that, but go deeper. Go deeper as in self-care, getting therapy, healing, recognizing toxic behaviors and trauma bonding with people. Giving our time to be quiet and meditate, allowing ourselves to say no and grow with other supportive women. We need a tribe. As much as I appreciate social media, I don't like it in certain ways because they'll have you out here thinking that if you're not constantly on your hustle, you're failing at life. Well, let me ask you this. If you're constantly hustling, what are you really accomplishing? Seriously. What areas are your personal life or in your personal life are you avoiding because of the fear and the pain? Look, we all have a unique purpose that is what I believe, you know, to be true. But you have to nurture your purpose as well as creating a healthy balance in your life. We are some amazing creatures and we really can do it all and do it well. But baby girl, you don't have to. You deserve to be happy, healthy, rested, loved, and full. Take that any way you like it because I meant it in every way. <laughs> now, on the mental tip, this is for everyone, not just the ladies. So, have you ever had someone to promise you the world but send mixed signals, leaving you frustrated and confused? Well, If they're a narcissist, they could be showing signs of future faking. This is just one of the subtle tools that are used by people with strong narcissistic tendencies. So what is future faking? Future faking is when a person (laughs) lies or promises something about a possible future so they can get whatever it is that they want in the present. It could be as simple as promising, hey, I'm going to text you when I get off work but they never do. Or it could be promising promising to take you on a, a romantic getaway to get you away from all of your troubles and you all can go to this romantic city and get married and live happily ever after. They do this to make you complacent and to control you in the present. Now, some narcissists Prey on your dreams and goals in order to paint this dream come true possible future so they can string you along. They over promise and under deliver. They never have any intention on keeping these promises because they're only after what they can get now. Y'all, it is 2021. It is time to recognize the signs. We will no longer make excuses for people that do not treat us with respect. I have been there and I want you to know that whether it is in the past or the present, you are not alone, but we are setting healthy boundaries this year and beyond. Okay. All right. Until next time. Thank you so much for listening to Get Into It podcast. I appreciate you from the bottom of my heart. Make sure you subscribe, comment, and share with others. Also, make sure you follow us on social media, IG, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Let me know what you thought of today's podcast. I upload episodes every week on Tuesdays. Until then, peace, love, and light. Go get us.